What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Wake and Cake. Myself and Z-Man on the ones and twos today. BBD is on vacation. It's like in Aruba or one of those. It's He's in an island. He's on an island. Yeah. Uh, he's on an island, literally and figuratively, if you want to get heavy. Uh, so me and Z are chopping it up this morning. We are doing... There's NFL playoffs. That'll be coming up in a little bit. And we'll kind of set the stage that was this weekend and, and walk you through it. Uh, and we need to follow up baseball-wise and where we'll start with winners and losers. <laughs> so, whoa, soundboard kicking in early today. Because um, I love this stuff. Um, being just a true sports fan, I was raised by SportsCenter. I think sometimes the headlines of winners and losers can be corny, but those are also the articles and stuff I would listen to. And the AL offseason winners and losers did well. Social media, uh, YouTube, and the apps. So, and the whole thing, Zach, I don't know if you knew this. Yeah. But, but basically, free agency is done. It's Correa. Like, AJ Pollock signed, and we talked about that on Talking Baseball a little bit. But that's like... AJ Pollock is slotted in to hit eighth for the Mariners. <laughs> so we're kind of at that point of the offseason where hopefully we get this trade rush. Hasn't happened yet. Uh, hopefully our Yanks do something because there's been some rumors they're know. done. Yeah, Zach, I heard that. That second yeah. half of the lineup still doesn't look great. But let's do some National League, and I want to give a shout-out Andrew Allen who made the graphic for us. Uh, because I talked about it in a very Jake fashion, and he made a very Jake graphic that was winners, kind of winners, who cares, and losers. Uh, and I think I want to start with a who cares real quick, because it's the Nationals in the East. I'm an East to West guy. Don't care about the Nationals at all, man. That's uh, How quickly did that change? World Series champs, no Soto. Zach, here's the top half of their lineup right now. Lane Thomas, C.J. Abrams, Joey Manessis, who I know you use him in MLB The Show, but that's about it. Kelbert Ruiz, Jamer Candelario. I'm sorry, Nats. Uh, you guys had a little bit of a fall from grace. I hope in a couple years it's a good thing because the rest of the NL East is so good. So maybe they're rebooting at the right time. But Nats, that's a real big... I got nothing for you. Uh, the New York Mets, I think we could solidly put them as winners. Um, you know, they had a lot going in, a lot going out. But Brandon Nimmo came back. Edwin Diaz came back. That was the start of free agency. Uh, Adovino came back. I know that's important for you. Uh, Conforto gone. It's funny they have him listed on the page, even though because his last team was technically Los Mets. Uh, they obviously, they brought in JV. They might be bringing in Correa. Kodai Senga, we have no idea, but people are excited. Uh, and Jose Quintana. So, uh, I mean, the Mets, as far as free agency goes, especially if they bring in Correa, even when they didn't. Uncle Steve, New York's excited, Zach. You hear it in the streets. Yeah. What do you hear? Uh, all those Mets fans saying, we're excited. Jolly. Jolly's getting yeah. an ego. He's, uh, he's confident, and he should be. He's getting an ego. Yeah. We need to chop him down this year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Your Atlanta Braves. Zach, another obviously powerhouse team. They've lost some guys. Uh, they lost Kenley Jansen and Dansby Swanson. When you look on at that on paper, that's not great. A couple other smaller pieces. Uh, Robbie Grossman. Uh, they had the Sean Murphy trade, which again, this is supposed to be free agency, but we allow a little, a little wiggle for something like that. Otherwise, free agency-wise, I don't know. I, I think I would put them in kind of the somewhat winners category because they added Sean Murphy, they extended him, and just what this team does. Also not. I think I'm going losers, Zach. I think I just flip-flopped. Wow. Dansby was a huge part of that team. And they just let him go, and we give the Braves credit because they deserve it because they've been a really well-run franchise. But as far as free agency goes, uh, they did get Lucas Lickie from the Yankees, our guy. You might be flopping back. And he's grown out his beard. Jimmy DM'd him. Yes. Yeah, I remember hearing that. Jimmy treated him like a real beat reporter, which is funny. <laughs> He gave him, like, a real answer. <laughs> like, no, man. That's not who we are. How about this? Maybe I'll stir the pot. Braves are losers. Mm. Bang. Take that. Clickbait. No. I, they lost Dansby Swanson. We get, he was the all-JM uh, NL shortstop last year. Yeah. Like, can't give them a win when even Sean Murphy for Swanson is kind of a loss, I think. Um. Now we trust that Atlanta will, will take care of it because they've been one of the best-run franchises in sports. But okay, that's an interesting part of this exercise. I didn't anticipate that. Uh, the Phillies. The Phillies have been active, including they just did uh, Gregory Soto uh, trade to add to their bullpen a little bit. I think they're a winner. They had a trade Turner. That was like the first, kind of the first big free agent to fall. They added Taiwan Walker. Came over from the Mets. Um, and, yeah, they've just added to that bullpen. So I, I think, and maybe that's what makes the Braves true losers, is that I think the Mets and Phillies are winners this offseason. While the Braves, even if they were net neutral, which I don't think you can say, the other two dogs in their division, yeah, nothing. Two big rivals got better. And there's, there's not really an argument against it. Uh, Miami, I think we're going to double up in the just don't care. They, their best case is nothing. It sounds really rude. Mm -hmm. We do this every offseason. God, they have some young pitchers. They signed Gene Segura. Hmm. Ah! Uh, Sound off in the comments. I don't, you could put them slightly better. Their lineup, Segura, Chisholm, Cooper, Avisail, Garcia. They're unfortunately a don't care. Thing is, I'd love to see the fish do something. Right. And it would be a lot of fun, but I just don't think they're set up for that. I mean, Gene Segura. Yeah, yeah they're a don't care. Yeah. Uh, tough break. Hopefully they do a big trade. They've been rumored for a big trade forever. But as far as that goes, eh, it's a no. The Chicago Cubs, I just mentioned them. Uh, they lost Wilson Contreras, which should be of note. Mm -hmm. um, you know, been an all-star with them. Catcher, he finally goes on. He goes to St. Louis in division. 
Uh, other than that, I mean, Jason Hayward, Andrelton Simmons, Fran Meal, he's fell off. But Dansby Swanson, mm-hmm. good. Cody Bellinger, they took a shot on him. I don't know. But if he plays anything like good Cody Bellinger, that's good. And Jamison Tyone. We like a lot of those guys. I think as far as you can say, the Cubs, what left and what's coming in, I think they had a winning free agency offseason. Uh, mm-hmm. Happy for Cubs fans. Just signed Hosmer, too. I don't know if that's a plus or a minus at this point. Not to be rude, but I think I'm being a little rude. Uh, our Milwaukee Brewers. Zach, we were there. Yeah. On the field. You did go there. Uh who did they lose in free agency? Andrew McCutcheon, Omar Nervias, Taylor Rogers, Trevor Rosenthal was with them. They did a lot of their moves via, via trades. They brought in William Contreras as a part of that big trade. Uh, Jesse Winker they brought in via trade. So I, I think what I'm going to do for the Brewers, because I don't think we've put a team here yet, but I think they're a kind of winners. Okay. It's not a pure free agency. I think they're graded on a different scale. But if Jesse Winker is good, and William Contreras should continue to be young and good, like Colton Wong left, but, but they, brought in, they brought in pieces. They did very much a Brewers retool. I think I'm going to put them in our kind of winners category. Speaking of, St. Louis, as we continue our east to west journey, the Lewis and Clark. And by the way, speaking of east to west, how about DraftKings, Zach? Wee wee. DraftKings, the NFL playoff picture is here. And my go to place is obviously DraftKings. They've been with us for a little while now. And they are the official sports betting partner of the NFL. You can bet just $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. They've got their no sweat bet going on each day of the wild card round this weekend. Place an NFL bet of your choice. If it loses, you'll get a free bet back up to $10. Well, hey, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code BAKERS. How about that? Like Dusty. Bakers, new customers can bet $5 on the NFL and get $200 in free bets instantly only at the DraftKings Sportsbook with code BAKERS. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Your St. Louis Cardinals, Zach. They lost Jose Quintana. They got him at the trade deadline. He was pretty good for them. Alex Reyes, he was kind of closing for them. Wild, but good at times. They signed Wilson Contreras. I think that's kind of their only big move this offseason. They were rumored. They were rumored to be a part of the trade market because they have a surplus of surplus of outfielders. They haven't done that yet. Wilson Contreras in, Jose Quintana out. That's a slight winner. I don't think that's a full winner. I think we can put them in the slight winner category. God, that's huge, huge news for us in St. Louis. The Pittsburgh Pirates. They technically haven't lost a free agent yet. No. Susugo, Roberto Perez, Banuelos, Gamble, and Marisnik, none of them have signed. <laughs> so, 
technically, they signed Austin Hedges. Did they sign Carlos Santana? They did. Rich Hill? Vince Velasquez? Your Pittsburgh Pirates are slight winners. I don't know what else to say. I can't say they're losers. I could say don't care, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to do that. They're currently holding on to Brian Reynolds. So. Brian Reynolds seems to be a big part of their offseason, and if they get through it without trading him, that's a win for Pirates fans, right? Yeah. O'Neal Cruz, Brian Reynolds, Key Brian Hayes, those are like three guys you want to watch. Those are fun guys. G-Man Choi also came over via trade. Same with Connor Joe. I'm going to put the Pirates in the slight winners category. God. Pittsburgh, raise up. Delete that in post. Yeah. We're going to delete that in post. Uh, So Cardinals, Brewers, Cubs. Oh, the Cincinnati Reds. Oh, no. That's another franchise that... You know Mitch in the office is a big fan. None of their free agents have signed. (laughs) Moustakis, Mike Miner, Colin Moran, Donovan Solano, Yankees great Justin Wilson. That's tough, man. Have they signed anyone? They signed Will Myers. They're a don't care. Sad to say, but... Cincinnati Reds. That's a tough game to put on. There's a time recently where you thought they would do something. The 2020 season, they put all their eggs in that basket and then poop basket. Out west. Couple big teams out here, Zach. Okay. Your San Diego Padres. They've been a team everybody's talking about. Everybody's talking about. Who did they lose? They lost Brandon Drury. Traded for him. He was good. Jerks and Profar, still a free agent. But was good for them, like their everyday left fielder. Traded for Josh Bell. Sean Manaya, not good, but got signed in division. Will Myers gone. They re-signed Robert Suarez. They re-signed Nick Martinez. Clevenger gone. So there was a lot of, a lot of flow with the San Diego Padres. Who came in, though? Matt Carpenter. Oof. Man. <laughs> How fun was that when it was right? Yeah. God, he was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) He was awesome. It's a great stretch. Oh, he was a video game. One of the best stretches in baseball. He was so cool. Um, They brought in Xander Bogarts on that big contract. Adam Angle, if that does something for you, not much for me. They signed Seth Lugo. I'm going to put them as winners. Uh, I mean, the fact you were able to sign Xander Bogarts to a $280 million contract, and this was a team that people didn't think they were going to be players in free agency. A lot still kind of went out, but the two big pieces of their bullpen at the end of the year, and then everything else that did go out, Myers, Manaya, Bell, Profar, Drury, I mean, that gets covered up by Bogarts, who's going to be a staple of your organization. And, I mean, a Matt Carpenter assist, even though we're not going to get too hyped by that. But Padres, it's tough to not call them wieners. My Dodgers. Are they losers, Zach? 
What have they done? Trey Turner. Gone. Gone. Yeah. Tyler Anderson, who was really good for them. Gone. Justin Turner. Cody Bellinger. Mm-hmm. These are some mainstay pieces. Chris Martin. Coldplay. Andrew Heaney was really good for them. Craig Kimbrell. Joey Gallo. Tommy Canely. That's a lot of dudes. Yeah. I also don't know what you want to label Trevor Bauer. That's a situation going on. Uh, who they brought in? J.D. Martinez. Solid. They re-signed Kershaw. They signed Noah Syndergaard. That was a sneaky little, if they can tap into him, there's something there. They're kind of losers this offseason. A lot of uh, big pieces where a team that used to feel like they got everybody. Their focus has been on resetting their cap. Yeah. And, like, I said a lot of names with the Padres, Will Myers, Shamanaya, some other guys. Trey Turner is supposed to be, like, a, <laughs> a top 10 guy in baseball. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Anderson and Heaney combined to give them a really good season last there. Justin Turner's been a core part of that team. I think the Dodgers are losers. Interesting. Interesting. The San Francisco Giants. Oh, God, I just realized I'm going to have to grade the Diamondbacks in a second. It's always tough for me. Uh, The San Francisco Giants, they lost a big piece. Carlos Rodon. Yeah. He's now a New York Yankee. They also had a lot of uh, close misses. Right. We thought they were going to be a judge. We thought they were going to be correct. We thought they were Correa. Yeah. They re-signed Jock Peterson, who was good for them. They lost Longoria. They Brandon Belt, still currently a free agent, so we will see. Tommy Lastella's floating around. They released him. They signed Conforto. Mm-hmm. How about that? Um, Mitch Hanniger. Remember, he was supposed to be the tag team with Judge for a couple hours there. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. Uh, Sean Manaya. They signed him. Ross Stripling, who was actually good last year. Taylor Rogers, and they teamed him up with his twin, Tyler Rogers, so we really like that. Zach, there's an argument. There's an argument they're slight winners. Because there's a lot of bodies coming in, but they also thought they were getting Judge and Correa. Thought they'd get one. They thought they had... They actually thought they had both. The arson judge thing in my brain is a lot different than the rest of society's. Yeah, I know what you mean. Because we were were doing stuff, and it was Heyman. Yeah. That it just... I never processed it. Like, I think we were doing an interview. So the time that arson judge from Heyman went to apology... Yeah. Like, I didn't live out the heart sink of Aaron Judge might not be a Yankee. You did. I, was, I saw that office yeah, blog. Yeah, we all, uh, we all felt it as soon as it happened. Which means Giants yeah. fans also felt that. There were graphics that went out with the Aaron Judge jersey swap as a Giant. They're like, right. Aaron Judge is a Giant now. And Correa. Yeah. So, and they lost Rodon. They're losers. <laughs> yeah. 
that's tough. Rodon's been one of the best pitchers in the National League the last two years. They had stuff come in, but between losing Rodon and just kind of the general heartbreak that went with Judge and Correa. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Giants. Arizona Diamondbacks. A team very close to your heart. Super close to my heart. Uh, and let's not forget they signed Evan Longoria. Yeah. They traded for Lourdes Gurriel Jr. in that Dal- Dalton Varsho trade, along with Gabriel Moreno, super prospect, as I like to label him. Uh, who did they lose? Jordan Liplow. I'm putting my snakes as slight winners. Okay. Uh, Evan Longoria. Yeah. Trev's favorite player. Yeah. He's going to coach all the young guys and elevate them. It's addition by addition. Hmm. You can use that. My Rockies. Jesus Christ. The Rockies re-signed Jose Urania. They lost Garrett Hampson and Carlos Estevez. The Rockies are losers. I mean, how else, how yeah. else can you even chop it up? Who's your favorite player on the Rockies right now? My favorite player on the Rockies, I'll give, not an outlier, but first, Daniel Bard, because oh, we saw him, and he yeah. was nice to us. That would have been my answer. Yeah. And that's all that takes. Yeah. Um, I think I'd like Ryan McMahon if I watched him more. Mm-hmm. He plays. He's supposedly plays really good defense at third base, which yeah. I like. Um, lefty hitting third baseman. That's a little fun. Uh, CJ Crone is a fun story. Charlie Blackman's been cool. It's faded a little bit, baseball-wise. Randall Grichik, we've he's a friend. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. We yeah. love these Rockies. Yeah. We're putting them as losers. Okay. So, what did we learn, Zach? I like going division by division. Mm-hmm. Padres, labeled winners. There's an argument it's slight winners, but I think they're winners. They brought in Xander Bogarts. Tatis will be back. That shouldn't count, but yeah, kind of does. They didn't have him last year. Dodgers and Giants t- didn't put them up, mm-hmm. labeled them losers. So in the division, I think you could say the, the Padres are the clear winner of their offseason. In the Central, we said, we, you're lumped into this now. Okay. So if people come at you online, I'm sorry. Uh, you can credit all the opinion to me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Cubs, we labeled as a win. What does that mean? Cardinals, we labeled as a slight win, I believe, which they're still the big dogs of that division. Like 93 and 69 last year, 19 games above the Cubs. Mm -hmm. What the Cubs did to win and what the Cardinals did as slight winners, not 19 games. The Brewers, I believe they were also slight winners, and they, they lost the division by seven games. So, I don't know. The, the three top teams in the NL, I think, improved. The NL Central, which when we did the AL Central, there was only one team. 
the Guardians, who won the division. Yeah. Twins lost Correa. Yeah. White Sox. Mid. So, sometimes we're tough on the Central on talking baseball. I think you could say all three of those teams got better. How much better did the Cubs get to actually compete with those other teams? I don't know if it's enough, but in the words of Armand from White Lotus, happy for you. Very happy for you. Uh, and in the East, Phillies and the Mets have been winners this offseason while the Braves, tough to label them. You trust who they are, but they lost their star shortstop. They brought in a great catcher, but with what the Mets did and what the Phillies did, the NL East should be a lot of fun, huh? Mm-hmm. I, I know it already was last year, and the Phillies went to the big dance at the end of it, but they should be a much better regular season team. Full season of Bryce, Trey Turner. I don't know. I, I wonder if the Braves, who basically came back to win the division on the final weekend of the season last year, but the Mets should be better or same. The Phillies should be better, and the Braves should be... They can be the same. They can kind of be the same. They can be the same. You trust them as an organization. Sean Murphy's a great ball player. But the other dogs in their division got better. So, um, I don't know. Sound off in the comments about what you think I missed or what needs to be acknowledged more. We'll see, again, what else the trade season has for us. But, again, free agency-wise, we're into A.J. Pollock's. We're into... Outside of Correa, Jerickson Profar, Michael Waka, Gary Sanchez. Yeah. Gary Sanchez. We always thought that was going to be a different free agency, huh? It was not. Uh, so that's your NL winners and losers. Let's do a little bit on the weekend that was in the NFL because we had a lot of stuff to be decided. It started... On Saturday, Chiefs-Raiders. Chiefs end up rolling on the Raiders. Uh, This could have had implications with uh, the AFC seeding and the Bills and the Bengals and all that. Kind of NFL's purest form of chaos. Talking about coin flips for games, and now we know if the Chiefs and Bills play in the AFC Championship, it'll be at a neutral site. So that's kind of fun for sports fans and sports history. Uh, The first games... Since DeMar, so everything was kind of kind of emotional and a little nutty this weekend. Chiefs rolled on the Raiders. Good team, bad team. That's how that goes. Saturday night, we had a win and in game for the AFC South. The Jaguars and the Titans. Trevor Lawrence and the Jags, who'd been playing good ball against the Titans, who had been playing awful. Uh, they were losers of six straight coming into this game. Josh Dobbs, his second NFL start. This was a good game, and the Titans were in control for most of the game. One critical error at the end. Dobbs drops back to pass. Classic, the strip strip sack throwing forward that you're not sure about in the moment. They let them play on, which is smart. I think it's accurately a fumble as the hand's coming forward. The ball's already juggling around. 
And it was one of those plays that just felt like in slow motion. I'm currently watching it on the screen. Guy comes around the end, that just half second of quarterback where the Tom Brady's and those guys, they seemingly somehow know about that, and the ball gets out. It doesn't for Dobbs. Heart kind of sunk for him a little bit. This was a huge moment for him. Six year in the league. This was his second start. A win and into the playoffs. No nuts that is. Like sometimes we just hear that with sports and we watch the game and we're like, yeah, all right. For him, that's like six years. Six years of his life got put into this. And I mean, if you zoom out, it's 16 years because <laughs> he's been playing quarterback since he was a kid. Um, tough. Jags fans, pretty cool. The environment was crazy. Duval. Uh, did you ever watch The Good Place, Zach? I watched, I think, the first two seasons. Some good jokes in yeah. there. Yeah. Jaguars fans, Duval, all that. Looked like a rowdy stadium. The guy that did the national anthem before the game. Mm-hmm. Looked like the embodiment of Jacksonville. Paul Wayne. Wayne Paul. We posted him. We a lot of jokes in the a lot of jokes in a lot of people's group chats. Okay. Uh but Jacksonville wins. They're nine and eight. The story from last year to this year, from going from Urban Meyer and what a disaster that was to Doug Peterson and this year. Pretty cool for Jacksonville. They're gonna host the Chargers. Uh I think they opened as underdogs, and I think they're currently favorites. Uh, we'll get to the Chargers in a minute, but I'm kind of on Jacksonville because I think that place is going to be nutty, and mostly I don't really believe in the Chargers head coach. Um, so that was your Saturday. We enjoyed that on Saturday night. We were a little, well, Zach, you had a show Saturday. Yeah. Or you had a show Friday, uh, Friday. excuse me. Yeah, Friday. We had the office holiday party that you bigly. No, I I didn't like missing it. I'll I know. say that. I was, yeah. I was yeah. bummed you missed it despite the text messages I sent to you the next day. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was good to enjoy that game Saturday night without other plans for myself. Sunday. Oh, my Broncos. Uh, a lot of games didn't matter. Buccaneers, Falcons, absolutely not. Thought it was interesting that Brady and the crew, they did their first drive. They scored a touchdown and they liked that. I, I kind of like that. I dig that vibe. Uh, they lose to be eight and nine uh, in winners of their division. Not that it matters, but um, they're hosting the Cowboys. Brady's never lost to the Cowboys. Very good sports. Very good sports there. Uh, and I thought it was weird that the Cowboys and Tom Brady are going to be the uh, the Monday night game. Yeah, NFL's got some stuff figured out. Tom Brady and the Cowboys. That is, that's NFL porn. They like to figure that out. That, yeah. Just straight NFL porn. Uh, Bills Patriots in Buffalo. DeMar Hamlin, the opening kickoff gets returned. Pretty cool. That was really cool. Another thing where sports being reality TV can be pretty cool. Um, Because, you know, I, I think everyone, this game mattered to the Bills for all the Coin toss, home field, all of that. It mattered because of DeMar Hamlin. It mattered. I mean, Buffalo is as proud of an NFL town as you'll see. Uh, the Patriots, they were winning, get into the playoffs, so the game mattered for them. Also, think about who the Patriots have been for the last 20 years. Like, these teams, when they see the Patriots with a little bit of blood in the water, they get a little excited. Uh, the guy returns in second. 
kickoff for a touchdown. And that was kind of like the, all right, this game is over, over. Um, Naeem Hines, credit to him. Shout out. Josh Allen makes a couple cool passes at the end that blows it out. Bills win. They will be the two seed if they face the Kansas City Chiefs. It'll be at a neutral site. The Patriots, at the moment, were out. But they, if the Dolphins and Steelers lost, they would have still been in. So our eyes turn there. Patriots are also bad. Mac Jones is not good. <laughs> um, that's going to be a popular topic in New England this offseason. Uh, so let's get there. Vikings, Bears, don't really care. Vikings rolled on the Bears. Bears, they care in a little bit because they end up getting the first pick in the draft. Uh, so that'll be fun talk in Chicago. Justin Fields, who's been really good for them, but he hasn't passed well at all. So are they going to trade out of that? Would they trade Justin Fields? Good press cycle coming up for the Chicago Bears. Uh, I mentioned they got the first pick because the Texans-Colts stink bowl was happening, and the Texans win it to lose the first pick at 3-13-1. Lovey Smith wins the game, gives his press conference about, you know, it's important these guys play to win the game, gets fired a couple hours later. It's going to be an interesting asterisk in Houston Texans history if the if the number one pick becomes an all-time football player and whoever they take at number two is not, that's going to be a fun football wormhole to discuss. I think it kind of got overblown. If they went from first to, like, fourth, I think you could get loud about that. There's not a consensus number one. People think it's Bryce Young from Alabama. Uh, I think the other quarterback, Stroud, Levi's from Kentucky, Levis, Levi's, like the jeans. Um, even Richardson from Florida is going to become popular. I think the Texans are going to be fine, but it could look so bad in a couple years if you lost a meaningless game for no reason. Not meaningless. Going back to the Patriots, Jets, Dolphins. Yikes. Uh, Joe Flacco gets the start for the Jets uh, against Skylar Thompson. The we're in Miami. This game was 6-6 into the fourth quarter. Just so ugly. Every time they cut in an uglier play after an uglier play after an uglier play. The Dolphins, at the end, they get the field goal to go up 6-9. Nice. They get the emergency safety at the end of the game as the Jets do pitchy-pitchy woo-woo. A fun scene in Miami. They're going to go to the playoffs. Um which not a lot of people, well, you were either in on tour or you weren't. He ends up getting hurt, and he's out uh, for a chunk of their season. They still make it to the playoffs. Good for McDaniels. Their skill positions are really good. They're going to head to Buffalo. We're going to find out if Tua is going to be able to play. Be interesting if he is. If he's not, it won't be interesting. Um, either way, I mean, Buffalo is Ameri Buffalo was America's team before DeMar Hamlin. They're America's team now, and they might be the best team in the NFL. So happy for Dolphins. Don't think that'll end up mattering. Panther Saints, no. Kindly, no thank you. Steelers end up being a little bit of a bummer. If the Jets could have done one thing, if the Jets could have done one thing on offense or defense, and they somehow beat the Dolphins, the Steelers would have made the playoffs this year, and they're kind of fun. 
Pickett to Pickens is a really nice combination. Uh, they had some highlight reel plays. I did this last week, so I won't do the full thing again. But their skill positions, Najee Harris at running back, is really good. Pickens, Deontay Johnson in the open field is as fun as it gets. Friermuth, nothing in this game. The Steelers, since TJ Watt has come back, they've been a different team. Minka Fitzpatrick, that defense still plays. Mike Tomlin, still every season in the NFL with a winning record. Impressive. Nine and eight, they beat Cleveland. Uh, they were still in a Deshaun Watson. Kind of just trial and error part of their season. He didn't look great for them, uh, kind of throughout, but he got his feet wet. They end up building for next season. We'll talk about them next year. Sorry, Pittsburgh. Sorry the Jets couldn't do anything for you, but God, some of the worst quarterback play in a season for that football team. Uh, Bengals, Ravens, I skipped. Uh, Bengals took care of their business and the coin flip nonsense and all that. Uh, Eagles, Giants, Zach. Your G-Men. Yeah. Big game. <laughs> Big game. Uh, I mean, the Giants were already in, you know. Daniel Jones doesn't yeah. play. Terod Taylor doesn't play. Yeah. They went to Davis Webb, uh, who ends up having a couple highlights. Trucks over for his own touchdown, and he throws a touchdown to TD Kenny, Kenny Galladay. Mm. A nice moment for the Talking Giants games. This game didn't matter for them. Philly was up 16-0 at the half. Giants covered for those that view uh, football games that way. Uh, and I don't know. This was... They scored some points. They scored some points at the end to make it, I guess, a little close, but this yeah. game was never in question. This game was never really anything. This game was nothing. <laughs> a lot of my uh, Eagles friends asking if the Giants were going to... Scared that the Giants would play there real guys and so i was like i don't think you're gonna have to worry about nothing yeah gary brightwell 11 carries for 60 yards for the g yeah you don't see a lot of that i'll say this i know we're obviously biased with talking giants and they've got a watch party going on you going to that zach you're a when giants is, guy when is that uh, on uh first sunday at 4 30 i think sunday 4 30 he's I'd gonna be, check i'd be his interested schedule. he's gonna check his schedule could be fun um I'll say this. The teams that were rested this week, and that sounds weird, uh, mm -hmm. the Bills and the Bengals, they didn't play, basically, because of DeMar Hamlin. Yeah. Uh, they looked fresh and good. Um, even the Titans, because they knew that this game was going to be winning in against Jacksonville, they rested a lot of their players last week. Yeah. And they looked a lot better for... 3.9 quarters of the football game. So, hey, Giants rest some guys. Vikings kind of stink. That rest in football is different than rest in It's baseball. big. Yeah. God. Yeah. It's pretty big. Imagine. Yeah. Oh, I don't have to get tossed around for four <laughs> hours? Yeah. Sounds like, sounds like a good night for you. Not getting tossed around or? Anyway. Cardinals, Niners, no. Uh, Cardinals scored on this ridiculous trick play to start the game that the Niners had completely covered, but A.J. Green caught it, and then he just, like, pushed people off of him. And you're like, okay, is this going to be a weird mess of a game? It did not. It was not. 38-13, uh, to 13, Niners roll. The game that did become a, oh, 
this is really happening. The Cowboys, they lose to the Commanders. Uh, they score six points in that game. They're going to face Tom Brady on Monday night. Mike McCarthy isn't one of the most well-liked coaches. I mean, the Cowboys very much had a look of, we don't really care about this game. But people didn't expect this. So, hey, who knows what it means. Um, could mean nothing in a week if they go on and they beat Tom Brady. Uh, if they don't, the Cowboys, which often find a way to become a punching bag in the NFL, they set themselves up pretty good for that. Ram Seahawks, this game mattered. Uh, if the Seahawks won, they had a chance to be the final playoff team in. If they lost, the Packers-Lions game became a playing team for both games. Rams, they put up a fight. They got ahead in this game. Seahawks come back. They have a chance to win it in the fourth. The kicker misses a 40-something yard field goal off the post. You start doing the, oh, wait, ee. They get the ball back in overtime. They kick the field goal. They win. So now the Packers are winning in. The Green Bay Packers. One of the most storied franchises in the sport. In Lambeau Field. Against the Detroit Lions. Who because of that result. This game didn't matter to them. Uh, Well. I shouldn't say didn't matter. There were no playoff implications for them. But Dan Campbell who I think the, the Wake and Jake Bakers can confirm I've been uh, a supporter of his from the start. The Lions went in with the mentality of the, if, if I'm going to hell, you're coming with me. Kind of the, what's the big devil that takes uh, in Lord of the Rings, you shall not pass, when he whips his tail and he brings... Oh. I don't know what his name is. I don't know that, that demon's Wait. name. Hold on. Okay, Zach's going to look it. But the Lions, and this was a lot of the commentary on it, some people were wondering if they were even more dangerous to the Packers because the game didn't matter to them, right? Like low pressure. Balrog? Balrog. Does that seem right? Our guy. Yeah. Balrog snags Gandalf. Yeah. Should we make a, should we make a vid of that? Feels like a good Kevin fit. He'd like that. I'll but talk to him. You're a Gandalf? So the Packers would have been Gandalf. Yeah. And the Lions would have been Balrog. We're going down. You're coming with me. Yes. yes. Okay. I see. Uh, and man, that's how they played. And if Dan Campbell wasn't their coach, I don't think they would have played that way. And they had a big second down trick play that helped them ice the clock towards the end of the game. And people were saying, if this was winning in for them, would they have done that? Because that was pretty ballsy. Yeah. Or would they have done something a little more conservative? We don't know, and we don't have to know. Everything seemed lined up. The Packers, Sunday Night Football, historic franchise, Aaron Rodgers instead. It goes the other way. The Lions win 20-16. to Seahawks end up in the playoffs, and nobody had that coming into the season. Lions end up 9-8, and eight, feeling like they've got all the momentum in the world. It's a bummer they're not in the playoffs because, man, people would be excited for that. Sorry, Seattle. Enjoy it. Uh, but people definitely wanted the Lions. Zach, I only skipped one game. Yeah. And this is a little bit of a double uh, for me. The Broncos, who I like, and have looked better 
since they hi- fired one of the arguably best worst coaches in NFL history, my guy Hackett, people were comparing uh, him and Urban Meyer on the internet yesterday, so that was fun. They played the Chargers, who were locked into their seed. Like, that was it. They were going to play Jacksonville no matter what. And think about what we just talked about mm-hmm. with rest and the teams that looked good and how important rest is in football. It's a very physical game. Staley played their starters the whole game. He said he wanted to keep the momentum going. Instead, Mike Williams, maybe their best wide receiver, I see a Keenan Allen, he gets hurt. The momentum you wanted to keep going, you lost to the Broncos, a laughing stock of this season, and you played your guys the whole time when they're smart enough to know that they were locked into their spot. I'm not a Brandon Staley fan as a head coach. I think what he did on Sunday was really dumb. And now a West Coast team is going to the East Coast on a short week because they're going to be the Saturday game to play in a really tough Jacksonville environment because those people are crazy. They haven't had a lot of success there. I think the Chargers are going to (laughs) lose and I'm a very big Justin Herbert fan, so some of you might be saying, well, Jake, you really like Justin Herbert. (laughs) I think there's a chance Staley's, like, (laughs) holding that whole team back. Uh, So that's pretty mean in general, and I don't like doing that, but it's some honest sports thoughts. The playoffs are set. The yoffs, if you will, Zach. Uh, Seattle plays San Francisco on Saturday. The Niners Longest win streak in the NFL. They look really good in San Francisco. Seahawks almost didn't get in. Giants and Vikings. Sunday, 4.30. I mean, I mean, day ball in the boys? How could you not like that? How could you not like that? The other NFC matchup, Cowboys-Bucks, Monday night. Could be some fun NFC stuff. While the Eagles got the bye... In the AFC, Dolphins, Bills, Sunday, 1 p.m. Uh, yeah. I've been tough on the Dolphins all year. If two is back and they give the Bills a scare, I'll give a lot of credit to them. Tough to see that happening. Baltimore Ravens, Cincinnati Bengals on Sunday night. We'll see if Lamar Jackson's back. He hasn't played in a month, and he hasn't practiced. And I think there's a little bit of people aren't sure how much of it is injury and how much it is like the Ravens didn't extend him. Like, I think there's some, I think he's very much hurt, but I think there's some blurred lines there. Very interested to see the updates from that as the Bengals defending AFC champions. People forget that. Uh, they host Baltimore Sunday night. Those games are always fun. Uh, Chargers, Jaguars, and they just played. That's got to suck so much for linemen. He just ran into the same guy for four hours. See you next week. God. Especially if the guy's, like, better than you. Like, imagine if you're a guard. You're just getting crushed the whole time. And you're facing a defensive tackle who's just better than you. Yeah. And you've got to do that back-to-back weeks and just hope for the best on every play. That stinks. (laughs) God, that stinks. Uh, Chiefs are the one seed. Another shocker there. 
Uh, so, yeah, we will enjoy the first weekend of playoff football. I think Justin Penick's going to join us Wednesday. Yeah. So we can dive into the playoffs a little bit. Uh, and we'll probably have some weird baseball topic. Hopefully a trade or something cool happens. Otherwise, maybe we'll have to pull it out of our butts. But thank you, guys. Love you. Hope you had a good weekend. Watch everything on John Boy Media. Zach's hot. We love you.